Hey everyone, welcome to the Sacred Souls Podcast. I'm Marielle Heather, and this is episode 15. Today I'm joined with Linda Arnold, aka Diva Sonic, and we're going to talk about all things sound healing and how this affects our health. So thank you, Linda, for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> so for starters, just so people can understand who you are, can you maybe just share who you are and what you do? Sure. So um, I uh, have been pretty much playing music, studying music, been out there my whole life um, and uh, really exploring my own creativity and then translating this knowledge and experience um, into the sound healing realm or the sound therapy realm. So, you know, I work with people um on just vibrational therapy, sound therapy, uh, vocal toning, devotional voice practices, as I call them, um, which is vocal meditations, mantra, and and things like this, you know, to help people center, right? Because we're so all over the place. And, and so I've really found a home in using my knowledge of sound and music um, to help people transform consciousness and heal and release energy and really tap into this sense of sound vibration and what it can do, you know, for your nervous system and for all the, you know, the general processes of the body um, that can help us, you know, mitigate and uh, control some s stress in our environment. Mm -hmm. So I, I do a lot of sound meditations, a uh, private and group, and also teach people um, how to do sound therapy themselves and for their own clients. Yeah. And I have, you know, been to so many of your sound baths and, you know, your private sound healings and like, you're definitely the real deal, you know, cause anyone could obviously just like pick up a sound bowl and like play it, but like you actually know what you're doing and you have so much training and intuition behind it. And I think that just makes it so much more powerful. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, the experience of being with sound in different ways for such a long time, you know, and, and knowing how it's been a, a healing process for me, working through my own emotions and making my own music and my own songwriting, you know, and then translating that knowledge and experience, um, you know, onto others, you know, sort of mm -hmm. activating that part of them themselves. Right. Maybe that's been dormant, you know? Yeah, definitely. And did you ever, you know, how like some of us, like we went down one career path and then kind of shifted to the spiritual one? Like, did you always do this? Or because I know you're like, like, tr you know, trained in music in general, right? Yes. Yeah. I have a classical music degree and really did that traditional um, foundational training of learning classical music, you know, all the way through college. So I got a traditional music degree. Um, but then afterwards, you know, I learned about recording and technology and, 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 you know, was making my own music and, and, uh, really then found, uh, my way into, uh, sound therapy through a program at, uh, California Institute of Integral Studies in San Francisco, uh, with Sylvia Nakach. And that's how I got really, uh, sort of like flooded with this possibility of, healing with sound and what that is 
Um, we've, we, you know, we've always had music therapy around, but this whole sound healing, sound therapy movement really draws on a lot of different cultural um, songs, medicine songs, healing practices that have to do with sound, you know, so it's, it's sort of this larger scope of things that is just a treasure trove of, 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 of modalities to discover. And, um, you know, but, but to answer your question, I mean, I've always done music. I've always done sound, but now, you know, I'm doing it in, in the context of, of, um, you know, uh, therapy and, and, uh, and meditation, um, which is a wonderful place and where to be working because people really need this. We constantly need to recenter ourselves in, in, in transformative times that we're in right now. And uh, so that we can like evolve without completely taxing our, our adrenals and our nervous system. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, the sound is one of the ways to do that. Right. And also too, I feel like there's no doubting, you know, how much it helps you because obviously on one level, you can definitely feel something when you're, you know, going through the sound healing, but also this is something that has been like documented scientifically, you know, like they could actually see how it helps you on a cellular level and how like water is affected by the sound. And, you know, there's just no denying that, like, it's not just like opinion, like it legit will help you. Yes, for sure. Right. It comes down to just, uh, this, you know, these, these sound waves, right. And how they move through the body and how they, they vibrate in geometric shapes, depending on the sound and the frequency and how that's imprinting the cells, how it's moving energy from the cells, helping to stimulate the processes of those, you know, billions of cells in our body. Um, each has a job to do and everything is connected and, you know, through vibration and sound, we, we learn, um, when we are just laying still and letting frequencies of sound wash through our, our body and just like, just that would call it a sound bath, right? That's why we call it a sound mm-hmm. bath. So like, for example, like the sound of a gong, how th- all those frequencies and that sound just washes over you while it's going right through the body, stimulating all the cells and, and, and it, everything's being affected at once. So that if there's anything stuck in the body, if there's any resistance, you're going to feel that. you're going to feel that uh, pretty acutely and then feel it relax through the process of continuing to, to surrender to the moment. Right. So the listening aspect, the deep listening aspect helps us to sort of let go, you know, of, of anything, you know, momentary or make us more aware of what we are holding in our body. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the gong, I don't know if this is true. So maybe you can clear this up, but I heard something about how it's like a sound that our mind can't um like figure out or something or recognize and that that's something that helps us in some way is that Hmm, i'm not sure about that i don't know i just heard that it was like one of like the only sounds that our mind can't like recognize and that that's why it Hmm. i don't know you hear things along the way but right that's why (laughs) yeah i wonder what that sound is in particular um yeah i don't know yeah you you have to send me that where if you, if you can find it yeah yeah, I will. I'll try to yeah. find it. <laughs> well, so I always talk about, you know, how our chakras are affected and mostly to that whenever I tell people to do any healing, you know, I always say that you should do it from a holistic approach. Like you should never just do like one thing. And I tell people like if they have sessions with me, like you should see other people who do other things too, because I really think that when you want to heal your body, you know, like your mind, body and spirit, like you should do more than one modality. Mm-hmm. Um so when it comes to, you know, our chakras and the sound healing, um, can you maybe explain just how, because I know that like each, 
you know, different bowls and different instruments kind of like attuned to different chakras, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, just to preface this, um, in general, you know, the chakras are a guide. They're they're Mm -hmm. a guide for our meditation and for clearing certain aspects of ourselves, and they have colors and different intentions. Um, There have been maybe some studies done about chakra frequencies and and specific things, um, you know, but there isn't anything I would say concrete, you know, to say scientifically like this sound will affect, you know, your solar plexus, although um, with intention uh, and, and, and quality of the chakra. And I'll go through this in a second. You can actually do, uh, you can actually, you know, then pinpoint and focus your energy to that spot, right. Which will unlock that quality or that result that you desire, you know? So for example, like the root chakra, I always describe as, um, that's our earth element. That's our foundation, right. We, from which everything is built, So we think about rooting into the ground and we think about, you know, really just like feeling, feeling the gravity, you know, feeling the foundation, feeling in our body, feeling connected to the planet. And through that, I always describe, well, if we do a drum, a drum pulse or a low gong or some low sound and then visualize ourselves connecting to the earth and being in that red color, that root chakra color, now we're actually putting a guided meditation context into the space and we're able to connect with that quality through the sound. Some people will just hear a sound and be like, oh, you know, uh, that I, I heard this water sound and I f- really felt it, that ocean drum, I really felt it in my sacral chakra. Well, the sacral chakra is watery and where all our emotions are. And so we connect certain sounds and qualities and ideas to these chakra centers. Um, with that said, you know, there is like, you can buy a set of chakra bowls that are tuned from C to C. Um, it doesn't mean that C is the root, D is the sacral, E. They're just notes. Um but we give them meaning and it's a system that we can work in, but we do have to be careful uh, to, to say without a doubt that this E is going to stimulate that, that solar plexus, right? It might stimulate another part mm-hmm. of the body that, that needs right. that frequency that needs that information, that vibrational information. Um, so it, it, as you progress, it's good to know that the chakras are there for the tool of creating a structure around the sound healing. It has so much beautiful uh, guidance within it and visualization, but um, everyone's going to be affected differently by sounds. So would it be fair to say that whichever bowl you're playing, like wherever I feel it is maybe where I need like it's kind of representing where I need the most healing at that time. Absolutely. You can definitely think about it that way, you know, and, and, and there mm-hmm. are other people that would insist because they've worked with crystal bowl uh, set or Tibetan bowl set to uh, with chakra notes that, you know, the, the D bowl, I definitely feel that D bowl in my sacral. I definitely feel um, the B bowl in my crown chakra or the third eye for whatever it is. And, and so, you know, it, it's it's a really cool thing to work with people on without giving them too much guidance is to play the bowls and like or whatever it is you have that's more chakra based and then ask you know it's it's kind of like your own investigation too with your clients 
um, as to how they're feeling that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the magic of it. It's like you just start playing and then whatever is supposed to come up will like it'll kind of just like break yeah. things up. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're playing a bee bowl, but someone's, you know, hip relaxes, but you're like, well, this is the crown bowl. It doesn't really matter because that frequency, that, that right. information, that note, that tone, something went in through the ears, through the vagus nerve and travel all the way down to the body, to that hip that would not loosen up. And then through that relaxation and that listening, something unlocked there. And that, that's kind of the magic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That, that's Yeah. No, and that's good to know too. Cause I know that obviously the bowls are like, they could be really expensive. And so I know like some people are just like, oh, I only have this one or I only have that one and I need the whole complete set. But I mean, I, from what you're saying, it's like, it's okay if you only have one, like you can still be healing other areas. It doesn't have to be like, oh, well, I only have the third eye one and now nothing else is going to be healed. Absolutely. Yes. That's the right way to look at it. And don't forget you have the voice and you have these Mm -hmm. vowel sounds that I love to teach that you know, the sound E, you sing the sound E with whatever bowl you have, you're clearing. It's a clearing intention in that vowel just to tone the sound E and and to say, I'm toning the sound E and I'm sending that to my hip. I'm sending that to my shoulder pain. You know, um, you're directing and focusing energy. And that's really the basis of what is happening. Um Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the voice because I always, you know, not from a sound healing point of view, but spiritually, I always tell people how, you know, we could be blocking our own throat chakra by, you know, not communicating or not listening to what we have to say ourselves and all of that. And so it's like, if we, if our voice or lack of voice can be detrimental to us and, you know, be blocking all these things. And like you're saying the opposite, which is, you know, obviously the duality of it is it can also heal us with our own voice. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like vocal development, people come to me, you know, sometimes I have students that are so afraid they've been told not to sing, not to use their voice, you know, and through this pathway of sound therapy and sound meditation, where we learn that we just use our voice and that's it. There's no judgment. There's no destination. It's just a, a, a tool to be unlocked and used. And through that, then you can start singing whatever you want through like just opening yourself up, giving yourself permission to make the sound is really the first step. You know, people come and they say, well, I, you know, I've always wanted to sing. I have this song I want to write. And, but you know, first you have to be totally, okay with your sound and be willing to just begin you know and so i think these sound meditation vocal meditation exercises things that come through this work um really transform people i mean i know it transformed me when i was going through sylvia's program i mean i was like wow i'm not going to make music the same way again and i and 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 through all this toning and, and mantra chanting accessing the chest voice more and and you know it's it's like a whole different experience sing, even just singing my own artistic songs or whatever else I'm writing in, in, in my music. It's really changed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting too, how like you didn't have access to the bowls. You can be just healing with yes. your voice and the vibration. I mean, saying. there's like, you know, Tom, Tom Kenyon, um, pretty famous sound healer. He was a jazz musician that just really was touched by spirit. And, you know, he'll show up uh, to a conference to do a sound healing and it's just him singing with a bowl 
with one bowl and that could go go on for a while you know um you know for me as you know like coming to my sound healings i love to use different instruments and say i love to just kind of create a journey with a lot of different sounds and so that's what what i I like to do in, in terms of a group but really you could do so much um with 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 very little right it's just your your intention to clear the intention of being connected you know to a space where you want to bring in um a healing vibration you want to bring in a positive vibration you want to bring in a vibration to to clear you know jonathan goldman he made that simple formula you know um frequency plus intention equals healing and with the intention being 50 percent of it and yet you never forget that yeah, no, and I love you're talking about intentions because I always tell people like everything spiritually or in life in general, it's like you need to have intentions first if you want anything to happen or heal or, you know, it's hard to just go through life with no, I don't want to say like plan, but like with no intention, you know, because that's just how we will bring everything right. to us and to your point, like our healing yes. through sound. Absolutely. Yeah. So after I had my surgery, um, I came to you a bunch of times for you to help me. And um, it was, you know, so helpful. And every single time afterwards, you know, I was feeling like I couldn't get out of bed and like just lack of energy. And obviously like the heart chakra for me was so affected from breast cancer and from surgery Mm -hmm. right there. And um, I guess like in a kind of medical-ish way, can you like, or a health standpoint, if you could explain how it helps, you know, if you have, if like you are healing from surgery or just something health related. Yeah. You know, I, the body is kind of under shock, right? There's a lot going on after, uh, you know, a procedure, a a major surgery, you know, it's affecting not only your physical body, uh, but your mental and emotional body because you're, you really need to rest and you have to stop doing what you're used to doing and, and you're in a state of vulnerability. And, um, and so, you know, whenever I welcome someone into the space, um, you know, I just want to be, you know, mindful of people's comfort, of course. Um, but the biggest thing is to relax the nervous system is to feel safe and to feel a little bit you know, get to a point where you're listening to sounds and and feeling a little bit removed from your body for a second. Allow, you know, that the brain can really hold on to all the processes and all the things in the body. It wants to control a lot of things. But, uh, But what we need to do is let go of the mind trying to control the process. Let the body do its thing. Right. Because sometimes the mind can, can, from thinking Mm -hmm. and thoughts and pressure and stressors, can make, can slow down the body's process to heal because you're holding on too tightly, you know, to to want it to go faster. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think, you know, when I've worked with you and, and, you know, when you're in that sensitive state, um, and you're, you're a strong lady, man. So, you know, you're like an exception. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's unreal what you're, what what you're, uh, what you're going through and and how strong you are. And I admire that. Um, but, but yeah, you know, I think, you know, just kind of shutting out the world. I love to create this container in my studio and, uh, to just shut out the world, put the eye patch, uh, you know, the eye, uh, pillow on and, you know, burn some incense, get some aromatherapy going, get whatever tools you love, crystals, whatever. And, uh, and then to just begin to let go 
And, he, and a lot of people fall asleep because they're so tired, right? Um, but even mm-hmm. if you're in a really like deep state of meditation, this is low alpha, high theta brainwave state, um, you are going to do a real service to your body by just relaxing and doing nothing. You know, I bet you even when people right. are home um you're still doing something because you have to clean the dishes you got to make food for yourself oh the phone rings it's like home is supposed to be a sanctuary but yet well right at least right now also with quarantine everything's happening at home it's kind of a nightmare um but uh but through that process of being able to go somewhere and this is why we have holistic healing centers you're going to a place you know where you don't have to worry about any of that stuff this is your only thing is to sit and listen and people don't give themselves um the, the space to do that so i create that you know especially for people like yourself and others who are having you know are healing from something big um and and you just feel the vibrations all you have to do is listen feel the vibrations feel the sensations and and, and get to know your body even better you know get to know with the baseline of where you're at in that moment and, and so, you know, right. I think it just helps to a- allow yourself that. And this is interesting because it's not a massage. It's not hands on. It's, it's hands off. Right. So I'm playing the sounds around you, right. but the effects and, you know, a lot of, um, you know, clients have told me, you know, is the effects last for days, especially, especially if you're, right, you really surrender to it. Right. Cause that's part of the thing is surrendering right. to the sounds and I, I play a, a Tibetan bowls uh, surrounding the body. And then I play other instruments around, as you know. Um, and you just really mm-hmm. feel like you're enveloped by the sound. And so it's like a blanket of vibration. And you know that, right. you know, you're just in this other world for a little while. And, uh, and, and it can be very, very right. magical for, for a lot of people. So I think it really supports, it supports the healing process, no doubt about it. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you, if you do multiple sessions, you see, you know, you can really go deeper into the sounds. You're able to, you know, we could try some new stuff. We could do singing. We could do tuning forks. We could do gong. We can add things, take things away, create more space, create more layers, right? What It's almost like, what is, what is your psyche right. needing right now? How, how can we move right. the energy in the direction that it needs to go for optimal health? Right. Yeah. And I never think that there's just this like magic pill. Like I don't think one session of anything just like completely cures everything about you. So I like how you're saying to keep going back because it's like, even if you did heal one thing, it's like, well, I'm sure there's going to be more. So like, why not keep going back and, you know, go for the next thing? Because we all have like baggage and issues and all of that, that like, I would just be surprised if someone was just like problem solved in one time for anything. Yeah. And meditation is, I just, you know, like one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode with you is because I always try to promote, you know, this kind of alternative healing and seeing what people in my situation and other, um, you know, disease or sickness, what they go through. It's like, I'm, you know, not into painkillers and all of those things. And I just feel like instead of taking all this medication, they can be doing, you know, sound healing and other holistic approaches. And with the meditation, I forget the doctor's name, but there was someone in San Francisco who was this heart surgeon or heart doctor. And he, instead of doing heart surgery and all this stuff, he just, for patients that, you know, were like having heart failure and all these different things, all he did was give them meditations and 
kind of changing their lifestyle, but no medication, nothing. Mm. And they were all healed. You know, so it just shows Abs- the power absolutely. of meditation. He's an onco- um, a late oncologist, um, Dr. Mitchell Gaynor, and he did the same thing with his cancer patients. He incorporated his crystal bowls. Mm-hmm. He incorporated the toning, uh, a little bit of mantra for those who were, you know, a little bit more adventurous. Um, but he incorporated sound pretty heavily into and he advocated for chemotherapy also. You know, so it was like he wasn't against those things, but in conjunction with really created this balance for people that allowed people to elevate themselves out of the disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even after surgery last time, um, like there was a few days after where like I had a fever and I guess my body was just kind of adjusting. And this is when I was still bedridden. And I remember taking my temperature and just thinking like, okay, I'm going to just try meditating it away and just seeing, you know, what happens. Cause I just felt so bad about, you know, feeling sick and all of that. And I was doing these 10 minute meditations and I just kept checking the temp- the thermometer mm. and it was going down wow. the more I was meditating. So, I mean, that's just proof that like this actually, you know, can help you. I mean, that's just having a fever. Imagine like something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The mindfulness game is, is so, is so good. It's so good in every way. And um, I just noticed, you know, with my mm-hmm. own mind, I'm constantly working stuff out, creating in my mind. And, you know, the mind is busy. And it was even la- even last even last right. night I was so in busy. bed and I was just mine was just going for it. You know, I was working all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it, I looked, I'm like, oh, my God, Linda, what time is it? I looked at the clock. It's 1.30 a.m. I'm like, no time to chill. <laughs> You know, so so the right. mind. Oh man, the mind wants to do it all. You know, wants to control everything, and that's that's why we, in this um, field we also say like, you know, drop into the heart. You know, it, it's not just a cliche. It's it's really meant to say, get out of your brain, create some space. Um, not not everything needs to be worked out right, right. now, and um, and so you know, I I just love to do this work. So I'm always like just going for it and, and figuring out ways, you know, and, but, but you have to also like balance that with space so that your body can just take, get a break, right. Your whole system, the whole nervous system, nervous system mm-hmm. is a big deal. And uh, we need to pay attention to right. the trauma and the stuff that it holds, you know, and how we can release those things. Right. Yeah. The nervous system can definitely mess with us. <laughs> And what about tuning forks? I guess I don't know much about them, but I remember when my friend was telling you how she was on that retreat and they oh, like that's amazing. I said that was a breathwork retreat where she was. Yeah. So how? I mean, do you use? I think you. I don't remember. If yeah, you used I use on a me, couple of forks. Them, right? um, one is a weighted uh, C one twenty eight hertz uh, fork. It's a weighted fork, meaning if I activate it the tip of the fork will vibrate and I could put that anywhere on the body, like in an acupressure point, third eye, heart area, any EFT points, um, uh, for example. And, uh, it really kind of, the, the vibration goes straight into the body and there's a, there's a release. Um, it's kind of like having an acu acupuncture needle, but just doing it with vibration. So that's a really powerful tool. It's probably what your, your friend experienced. Cause she was just so her, her, everything was mm-hmm. so heightened. The energy was so heightened and it was almost like everything was coming up and she was she was expanding like a giant balloon uh, energetically, 
right? Which which, which was manifesting physical and right. emotional. <laughs> and then that tuning fork maybe went somewhere right on her, her forehead or third eye or crown. And it gave permission to let it all go. Right. To open completely up, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like, there's Mm -hmm. no way to measure that right now. You know, these are just experiences that people have that are real, that are absolutely real, um, that we can't really quantify. We can't quantify how much energy she was holding relative to what she let go. But, you know, she it was real for her. And she felt this this like complete Mm -hmm. transformation in that moment. And that's really all we need to know. You know, so um, I have that C128s Hertz Hertz fork um, from biosonics.com as my teacher, John. And um, I also have just a a set of forks that are tuned to um, the the C major scale, basically. Like they're just, uh, they're called the bioharmonic spectrum, he calls it. And those are more listening forks. So I can strike them and put them by people's ears for the purpose of you know, just, um, re- relaxing, you know? Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, there, it, it's, uh, that's a whole world in itself. Every type of instrument has its own modality and purpose, but they're all go toward the same thing of moving, helping to move the energy through vibration. Right. And if someone listens to like, like, let's say they don't have access to come to you or anything like that. And they just listen to like a YouTube yeah, video. Could. Of it, you like know, it I've been doing a lot them. of, uh, you know, in general, the sound meditation videos um, and then posting them on YouTube because that's what I all I can do right now. And and, and people are, you know, responding right. with, it's that it's been beneficial for them. So there's like a vibration that comes through your presentation, your instruments, even though it's digital. Nothing, nothing will replace the whole analog being in the room, but people right. are really finding yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of benefit from just listening to, to sounds, you know, because you never know what sound is going to be beneficial for someone. Right. And even on like the simplest level, I mean, it's like if someone just listens to like a song or, you know, meditation music, not even the bulls, but just something relaxing, you know, that could affect you Absolutely. by itself. So just what yes, it to yes, for the sure. next level. Yeah. So in your um, sound baths, like you said before, you have so many amazing instruments. Um, Do you have a favorite one? Oh, that's hard to say. I mean, I, I like them all for different reasons. and uh, <laughs> But, you know, I'm a, a flute player, um, you know, and so I love playing my flutes. I have my C flute that I've been, you know, my regular flute that I've been playing since I was 10. Um, and, uh, and, and I love to use my voice and, and I guess the thing I love to do most is, um, create loops, you know, with my flute and my voice. So, you know, I, I do all acoustic sound healings and those are amazing. And, and, but I do like to kind of do a hybrid sometimes. And I've been doing that, um, at home from my studio and I have a looper in Ableton. So I have, I like to sing and play through a big reverb, you know, a big like a uh, hall sound, make it sound really deep and open and then loop my voice and create harmonies and loop my flute. And I think that's my favorite thing to do right now. Um, kind of brings into more of an artistic realm, mm-hmm. you know, but what I'm trying to do is kind of create these angelic layers and right. this, you know, a little bit of complexity uh, and, and some, some depth and, and uh, you know, kind of thickness. So, um, you know, just to k- get people completely out of where, you know, where they might be. Yeah, no, you definitely accomplished that. I love the one that I don't know what it's called, but it's kind of like a drum, but not it's 
Um, ah, an instrument? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, you know yeah. Oh, the Rav Vast Yeah, the one drum. that you have. So that's like a... Um, but it's like a hand pan drum, tongue drum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 those yeah, like yeah, melodic yeah. drums are yeah. like mm-hmm. hand pans, tongue drums, hybrids of those things. There's so many makers now that are making them and they're becoming so amazing and so many scales and tonalities and moods you can choose from. And they have these like, it's melodic mm-hmm. percussion. So, it's, but it's very gentle and like, like a steel drum kind of thing. Um, but I think a lot of people will know what a hand pen is by now. It's, uh, you know, um, but it, it just, right. th- those instruments lend themselves so well to meditative space because it's just, you can do something that really just takes people into a, you know, a pretty soft uh, space within themselves. Right. You can give it a little bit of, yeah, especially that one. Yeah, because I feel like you're playing and no matter what you hit, you're making some sort of yes. melody and it kind of like Which brings you out of your the own point. head. Get out of your head. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I love how in your sound baths you have like all those different instruments and it's like a different journey, which with each one and, and you know, like spiritual, I know it's helping me like on a cellular level, but even spiritually, it's like I see different. Mm past live scene sometimes depending on what the instrument is and whatever comes up it's just I know like I've learned by now that it's something that you need to heal so like if I always tell people when I bring them because I feel like I'm always bringing people to your sound baths I'm always like if something comes up or you see an image I just know that it. that's something that needs yeah, healing right now and <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> People need to be guided, especially if, if it's their first time doing a sound meditation and, you know, they're like, oh, what's going to happen? Well, you just lay there. But, you know, you have to also tell them, like, we're just listening. Right. You know, we're just meditating. And and uh, if you just want to open your eyes and see what I'm doing the whole time the first time, I accept that. But then the next time, you know, really go deep within your own mind's eye, you know, really go deep into yourself and your body. And, and, and mm-hmm. then you'll have a different experience. Right. And even too, when you were talking about intentions, like I feel like it's good if you go into it with your own intention so that it's kind of like, see where that goes, you know, instead of just, I mean, obviously you could just see what comes up, but if there's like something mm-hmm. you want clarity yes. about or healing about. Right. Absolutely. So go into it with that. Yeah. And so if there were like maybe three tips or pieces of advice for people who haven't, like who want to start a sound healing journey from home, like what would you recommend they do? Like maybe instrument wise or videos, um, like, like looking at different videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would go, you know, when we're able to I'd go to a sound bath for sure. Uh, um, also, you know, yeah, look up, sound healing instruments like gongs and crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, you know, see there's videos out there of people playing and, and, um, you know, just, a, and, and videos of sound baths in general, just to kind of see, you know, what, what they're doing, what the pacing is really listening deeply. The biggest thing first is just listening and then researching about the, the things. And, and again, using your voice, I mean, work, working on the vocal toning and, um, and all, all that stuff, you know, just first, before you start buying a whole set of crystal bowls, like really investigate what, how you want to enter into the space and you want to be connected to whatever instrument or 
you know, your voice or whatever it is you're playing, you want to really want to feel the energy moving through that instrument. So, you know, maybe it's a handpan, you know, maybe it's a tongue drum or in, maybe it's a Native American flute, you know, maybe it's uh, your voice in a shruti box. Uh, you first have to connect to that space yourself and then mm-hmm. you can, you know, bring it, uh, bring it forward to other people. Yeah, I like that because I'm sure one will resonate more than the other for each person. Yeah. Yeah. So where can people find you? And do you have any offerings coming up for people who are – you know, Yay. I do have like listeners and stuff in yes, the Southern absolutely. California area, so, but I know you do stuff um, online too. So my website is divasonic.com, D-I-V-A-S-O-N-I-C.com. And I have a newsletter link on there. So you can always like put your email in, subscribe. Um, and uh, I have uh, set aside June 27th and 28th of this month for a devotional voice online retreat, I'm calling it. So it's going to be... Um, five hours a day, Saturday, Sunday with a break in between, uh, I do two and a half hours and then a break. And, um, it's going to be all about meditation through the voice, but also creative writing and share and sound meditation. We're going to be doing vocal toning. We're going to do breath release and vocal strengthening exercises. Um, the second day is going to be mantra and, and writing share talking about lyrics and, you know, sort of processing so much of what we've been through in the past few months, putting that down in a journal and exploring how we can create our own affirmations and songs out of that, as well as learning about these mantra and toning tools. Um, so that's going to be the 27th and 28th. It's going to be online. So through zoom and, and, um, and the information's on the front page of my website. I would love that. Uh, but, yeah, Yay. maybe I can go since it's yeah, online. Still online I can for be now, you know. <laughs> but uh, but it's great because I've had people join me from other areas right. of the world, and right. you know, it's been in a way good to for that evolution to happen. And people won't need their own instruments Correct. for this, right? Yeah, because it's mostly singing, like and, and I'm something. playing with my shruti box through my computer and right. playing drones. And but people like, well, if they have shruti boxes or shakers or drums or a crystal bowl or whatever, you know, all the mics are muted, so you're welcome to bring in your own sounds to play with me. You know, um, and that that's what we can do in terms of Zoom audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I encourage people to have have their. Right. right. I, I encourage people to have all Technology. their instruments around them that they want mm-hmm. to incorporate as we're doing exercises and songs and, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is probably put on hold, but normally when like times are I normal, do. like you yeah. do different yeah. festivals um, and stuff, you know, right? I've done, uh, I've done a bunch. Um, I'm actually doing a virtual sound healing uh, presentation for earth dance um, this weekend. And they're, they're up in Northern California and I reconnected with some people up there and that's an organization that's been throwing the festival for 24 years. Um, So I'm still doing them. You know, I I taped, I taped my performance, my musical performance and (laughs) ahead of time. And then, but I'm going to be doing the presentation live uh, over, um, over zoom, you know, so we're finding a way to keep going and, you know, when we're able, I'm going to definitely be getting back out there. 
And what about the one that you were having? Oh at the yeah, church? yeah, for Sonic Davis, which is the Women's that? Sound Healing Orchestra. Um, yeah, there. Whenever I'm able to reschedule that, I will. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because that was amazing. The yes, first I one you did. That. I really, really miss. I, I, I love doing big concerts, and um, yeah, yes, I. women up there singing mantra and playing all the instruments it's so so super magical i was just on a call with a bunch of them yesterday just to check in and you know i'm trying to figure out like by doing some live streaming how we can all kind of keep our energy flowing out but man you know i'm ready to just be out (laughs) people need the medicine and i hope we can do that um, sooner than later we'll see how the year goes yeah. You know, but I'm I'm here for anyone. Yeah, I think I'm going to be absolutely. opening my studio for private sessions again uh cuz people need it and um you know just be being available for it, for in person when it you know it's safe and it makes sense. Um uh, just so for our own mental health, I think yeah, you know, right. we need it as an option. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I mean, it's, I think it's a better option than like actual mm-hmm. medicine, you know, like Western yes. medicine. Yeah, that mi- the mindfulness that. meditation. And then combining that with other modalities, sound and good nutrition and Ayurveda and yoga and, you know, getting down with all that. Um, there's no, there's no argument if that helps or not. It does. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, you yes. cannot deny that it does. You know that it helps. Well, thank you for everything that you do and for being on my podcast today. (laughs) And yeah, so I will be tagging you so everyone can see your Instagram when I post this. And then you mentioned your website. And hopefully people will be signing up. And if not, and if they're in the area, like I know when you Mm -hmm. start to do your sound baths again, I'll be posting all that information on on the events section of my. Um, of my site when I'm, when I am out and about, um, you know, and then I send out a, send out a newsletter, uh, once every couple of weeks, um, just to kind of update people on, you know, what the offerings are and, and getting involved. Yay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, thank you for being on and thank you everyone for listening and I will talk to you guys next week.